Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast with Nicole, Renee, and Bridget. Today, we're talking about souvenirs. From Mickey ears to droids, there's something for everyone. We'll discuss which items you won't regret buying, which ones you wish you'd left behind, and which ones won't break the bank. Ladies, I am excited about this because I love buying souvenirs. I bring an extra empty suitcase with me, knowing <laughs> that I'm going to fill it with souvenirs. Yes. Disney, this is where Disney gets me. No matter how much I pre-plan, I always come home with something, whether it's I happen to forget my sweatshirt at home conveniently or my baseball hat. Something always. is always making it back. <laughs> it's way back. I think when we think about popular items that families return home with, one of the things that I always hear are, are Mickey ears. That's not my thing. I'm a baseball hat girl. However, Mickey ears are super, super trendy and important, especially at Disney parks. Yeah, we are a Mickey ear family. So I've yeah. had to now talk my daughter off a ledge that we can only get like one per trip because it was getting <laughs> insane at like three per trip. Well, and there's so many different seasonal ones, which is really cool. So whether it's for one of the parties or one of the mm -hmm. festivals at Epcot mm -hmm. or something specific to one of the parks, you know, I find that there's always something new. And as much as I love them, like I love to decorate my office in them, um, you know, Mickey ears have been like the biggest thing, whether people like buy them from small shops, but it's really where people like to show their creativity, which I think is pretty mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. For me, it's the best way, like, you know, every, every morning I'll style my hair, like it's going to stay looking nice, but I just want like those one or two pictures when I enter the park. And then once yeah. the sweat takes over, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to throw my hair up and put on the ears. Cause now I still look put together and cute, even though my hair is really a hot mess. That is right. Well, and one of the things that I, it always baffles me is, and I always, this is where I become friends with the cast members is when you buy Mickey ears in, or mini ears in Disney, they have the longest tag on them. Like, oh, <laughs> like a CVS yeah. receipt. It is. It is like a CVS receipt. So I always think it's funny as the gears have gone on, they went from really small to like longer and longer and longer. I'm like, is there a disclaimer in here? Like once you start buying, you're not going to be able to stop. <laughs> Um, you know, I think if we were to move on from ears, pins are really popular. I don't know if yes. your kid has ever got into the pin trading, but you can really do that anywhere. You can buy pins in any of the gift shops at any of the parks. And then there's also the pin trading with the cast members that has gotten a lot easier um, because they just have those pin boards up and you can just go and, and swap out whichever pins you don't like with something that you like a little bit better. Pins are, are definitely one of my favorites. I still have my lanyard from like Disneyland for my 21st birthday and it was nothing but Tinkerbell pins. And it was like when they were doing trading, but not so much. And now it's kind of morphed into like our family. We always get one if we stay at a new resort. Um, whether it's myself or my kids, if there's a new ride opening or like a special event, like May the 4th or a party or a festival. Um, and now we've kind of moved those into the, the Disney cruise ones too. So each time we go on a different ship, we try and get something that's coherent with the character that's on that ship. So my husband and my daughter really love pins. Uh, it's one of the first 
actually large collections that we accumulated. We did start with the penny press when she was super tiny, and then we moved into pens and she started out with the beginner lanyard. So if you're looking for a good beginner pack, you can walk into any um, gift shop that is on Disney property and buy a, a lanyard of your choice. And it comes with, I think like four or five pens on there. And so it's a great way to start trading. But now we have the whole fold book that has pages and pages full of pens. And so that's kind of uh, been our thing for a while. We, we do really enjoy that. It's fun. And I know we talked about on one of our other podcasts about things to pack in your bag, but this is another good place to mention it is the little locking backs. You can get them in the parks, but you can actually buy a big set of them. Um, on Amazon. So if your kids do find that very special one they love so much, it's got a tiny little Allen wrench that comes with it. You can swap it out and you don't have to worry that it's going to fall off while you're getting on mm-hmm. rides or anything like that. Yeah. See, and I love Renee that you guys pick pins with meaning, whereas my kids just grab all of the blind bags because they <laughs> like to be surprised, except then that's when you get lots of duplicates. But that's why yeah. I love the trading aspect of the pin. Um, yeah. I remember my daughter got like duplicate munchling pins. And so she was trading all of those away. And at mm-hmm. every, at, at every stand we went, the cast members were like, oh, these are going to go fast. And I was like, well, yeah. we have 10 of them now. So they're all, <laughs> five of them mm-hmm. are gone. That was us with the Hocus Pocus ones. When the Hocus Pocus series blind bag came out and we went for my daughter's birthday, I, I couldn't, it's probably a ridiculous amount of money, but we had so many duplicates by the time we were done. But I'm like, I just need Thackeray Binks. I was like, please. Like, it was hilarious. It was, it was really comical. My husband is really um, diligent in noticing whether or not pens are authentic. So he did a whole deep dive study into how you can tell if a pen is authentic, because when you're trading with a cast member, or maybe if you're lucky enough to find Penelope, have any of you seen Penelope, the trash can, the trash can? I know nothing about this. Yes. So Penelope is a trash can uh, that is covered in pens. And we find her oftentimes at Animal Kingdom. And, but there's very specific um, ways that you can tell whether or not a pen is actually authentic. There's a little hidden Mickey, typically on the back or on the front. Um, And I mean, there's tons of cute ones that you can get that are not authentic. And it really, you know, some people, they really do not care about that. But if you're looking for an authentic Disney pen, there's a few things you got to look for. And so that's kind of my husband's specialty to figure out whether or not it is an authentic pen or a, a reproduction. That's cool. I like to display mine. I have these cool little pin boards that I bought um, from Factory 55 or something where they do like the 3D printed. And so I have different ones that are themed. So I have like Halloween, little Halloween board and one that's just for the cruises and one that's for like the flower and garden stuff. So I, I always see them every time I'm at my computer. (laughs) Love it. You know, since we're talking about the smallest of souvenirs, why not now go to one of the largest ones you can take yeah. home? Cost-wise <laughs> and shipping-wise. Yeah. Uh, pins can fit in your pocket, but what do you guys, um, you know, I know lightsabers and the droids are really popular. Yeah, yeah lightsabers. Yeah. We, we have three right now. Uh, we have one that uh, Cora made at Savi's workshop, which comes with this really cool carrying case. And it has a strap, so it makes it a little bit easy to walk around the park with it. So we have one of those. But then we also have Ahsoka Tano lightsabers, the legacy sabers that we bought at Doc Ondor's 
Um, and that came in a really big cumbersome box. <laughs> so that one was a little bit tricky. But if you're a Star Wars fan, lightsabers, telling you, you can't go wrong. And it's the coolest experience. If you plan oh. and you have somebody that's a huge Star Wars fan, like this was the thing for my son and my brother-in-law. They dug it. Like they went in and they nerded out so hard. And then we had to do a photo session afterwards. But yes, we had a, a little bit of issues trying to do it as a carry-on um, coming home. But luckily we didn't have to use the force. They were really nice and... <laughs> And let us use it as a care. It's one carry-on item in case you're wondering. <laughs> Depending on your airline. But it's I think it's such a cool experience. It is it definitely, I would say, of the pricier souvenirs to bring home. But mm-hmm. um my son got a kit for his and it turned it into a nightlight. So he's got like a like a sheath that it sits in and then you can turn it on and it stays on, which is kind of cool. So it's cool. very cool. Now, what about clothing? I know I mentioned that I conveniently forget like sweatshirts, jackets, hats, but do any of you guys like collect the like spirit jerseys or anything like that? I always take something home. Um, It's always different. I'm a DVC member, so I love getting the DVC merch. Um, But a lot of times if I'm staying back on a ride while my family is enjoying the attractions, I'm shopping. And so it's hard not to leave with anything. And then I feel like clothes is kind of my go-to. Yeah. I leave with at least one piece of clothing. And also, um, similar to you, Renee, I conveniently forget my sweatshirt or my jacket. Um, and I will always buy something. I do love that. We, we're annual pass holders. So I'm always checking out what the, the merchandise is for annual pass holders. Um, but yeah, clothing is an easy thing and you can use it for years to come. I have a cousin who she collects all the spirit jerseys from the different boats, the ships they've been on for Disney Cruise Line, which I think is really cool. Oh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. And I know some people, I'm not one of these people, but I know that especially within my Mickey vacation travel, we have an avid amount of um, dream designers that collect the lounge flies or the Dooney purses, like impressive level collections yeah. I love collecting the lounge flies but I just I have to, I try to like be realistic about that just because you know there it's a lot to pack and you can only wear one bag at a time but I love right. them mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. I know that's a huge collectible thing mm-hmm. our daughter loves the um the lounge flies and I do like a Dooney, but I want one that is uh, more neutral where I can wear it all the time with everything. And sometimes that's a challenge with a Disney Dooney, <laughs> but I do appreciate something that you can use over and over, even at home. And people notice them. Like I have yeah. a, a seatbelt bag. That's like nightmare before Christmas themed. And I it's Halloween. It looks like little Jack pumpkins all over it. But every time I, I use it or I have a mini one, somebody will stop me and they'll be like, oh my gosh, is that mini map? You know, it's like a conversation piece. So I always think it's fun. You, you find mm-hmm. other people that enjoy Disney stuff too. I also find that I forget that I'm wearing it sometimes. My current lounge fly is my Donald Duck one from Disney Cruise Line. And yeah. I forget where I was in a very adult setting. Someone's like, oh, I love your backpack. And I was like, <laughs> what do I have on right now? And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> But they liked it. 
Stuffed animals is a big deal in my daughter's world. Even though she is 11, we will always go to the toy section and check out what cuddly thing uh, is new or something that we can take home. I don't know if you guys have noticed lately, they have the weighted plushes. We love them. It's kind of like the weighted blankets that you can buy. Some people really benefit from having a weighted blanket. And they have um, these new plush animals that have a weighted bag on the inside. And so we have an Eeyore that Cora brought home one of our last visits. And it is actually very soothing to have Eeyore laying on your chest. (laughs) It chills me out. Uh, my kids are obsessed with stuffies. It doesn't matter what they are mm-hmm. or if they already have 50 Mickey stuffies. Like we'll go in and be like, can we get, and like before we go, and I will say this for like a week straight, I was like, do not ask me for stuffed animals. Do not put stuffies. Yeah. And then sure enough, it's the first thing they'll grab when we mm-hmm. go in. I still have my son's, like his very first trip, he got one of the Pluto baby ones where they have a the little blanket in them and yeah. he slept with that thing forever. And then when he finally like was like, mm, mom, that's not cool. <laughs> I, t- I took it. It's, it's here in my office, <laughs> but it's so sweet. Cora's first trip um, was when she was one and she's 11 now. And she got baby lady with the blankie oh. around it. And she still sleeps with it every single night. And she goes oh. on every single She's been on cruise ships. She's been to France. She's going to London next February. Lady is a part of our family. And I think she, I I just can't imagine a life where she's not with her. So yeah, they're, they're special. Oh, I love that. Now, this is one that I know Bridget's family does. And Nicole, I don't know about you. I have a couple, but the popcorn buckets. Yes. I I, I can't, these are this, this is like my souvenir that I say, I I won't make space for in a bag. <laughs> they are very hard, hard, hard to pack. And I know, Bridget, sometimes you guys drive. So I'm, I'm yeah. sure that helps in some situations. But um, I've avoided. Yeah, it's a pain to take back with you. Uh, no joke. So la- the la- one of the last ones we got was the Zero Popcorn Bucket from Disneyland. And it is huge. It has a big nose with a big pumpkin and these flying wing things. It was completely obnoxious. However, we are the coolest house for Cora's friends to come over because when they're watching movies, they get each their own special Disney popcorn bucket. And I feel so happy when their their little faces light up because we've got such cool popcorn buckets. But yeah, we do... That is one thing that that we do collect, much to my husband's um, chagrin. He he does not love that, but I do. <laughs> I will say I did last year, and I actually had another um, one of our dream designers get the Donald Duck candy corn sipper because I was oh, obsessed yeah. with that and I wanted that. Mm. And for the first time, I was like, finally, I have the merch that no one else can get. And now they were all over the place this year. Yeah. And I was like, now it doesn't feel as special. Still adorable, but not as special. I do love them. They are custom. You have to plan ahead for them. If you're going to be taking a carry-on, you're going to have to bring that as your carry-on or figure out a way to get it home. But I love it. We brought a Christmas alien home from Disneyland, but I have successfully so far said no to the ATAT and the Millennium Falcon every time we've gone to Walt Disney World. I don't know where to put them when we get home. Yeah. Um, what about the souvenirs that you love to hate? Um, and I'll start. 
the Mickey balloons. We used to get these every trip. And then I would justify it like, well, we'll stick it on our stroller so we can find our stroller easily. But guess what? Everybody else in the park has that same idea. So it doesn't matter. And then without fail, my daughter would ask to take it home. And I don't know if anyone out there has also tried to deflate one of these balloons and then have them reinflated. It is a lot of work and it's absolutely ridiculous. And so while they look pretty, this is one that I put the kibosh on and won't do anymore. And they're always floating in the terminal. I always see them up whenever I fly out. (laughs) They're always like, you see them in the rafters. I'm like, oh yes, somebody let go of their balloon before they made it on. Because you can't take it. You can take it to the Disney store in MCO, Orlando International Airport, and they will deflate it for you. Really? I did not know. Yeah. You have to be there when it's open. So if you have that early morning flight, you're not going to be able to take advantage of that, but they will deflate it for you so that you can bring it with you. Is it still a pain to get to the airport? Absolutely. But if you're there while the store is open, they'll deflate it for you so that you can take it home. Look at Bridget coming in and saving all these kids that might have missed out on it. Well, I'm telling you, then then you go to It's a Party Back Home and you're like, can you inflate this? And they're like, what is it? I was like, it's a balloon inside of a balloon and it's got to look nice. Go. And I need it to last forever. Yeah. I have no knowledge on whether or not it inflates well after it has been inflated. But what I will say is if you're driving and you take one of these suckers home, no joke, it will last forever. We have done this one time on one drive, and I swear we got it in October, and I think it was it was up at least through February. It was the wow. longest balloon I have ever had. So I will say, if you can take it home in your car, it's going to last a while. I do know that we had friends that we traveled with that lived in Florida and I gifted them my balloons and dad knew that it was a bad idea. And he would message me like once a month and he's like, it's still here. It's still up. (laughs) So they do, you do get your money's worth if you can bring them home. Yeah. Now I know there's a couple other things that you can buy in the parks that there's some mixed feelings on one for me, even though I find their their purpose is the misting fans. Like, Ugh. they feel lovely. However, I know, Bridget, we all kind of chatted about this beforehand. Getting somebody else's misting fan after it's misted them behind you? No. It's a little ick. It grosses me out. It grosses me out. I can't handle it. Like, if you're standing in front of me and if you're misting and if your mist gets on me, I don't know where your mist has been. Like, that's super gross. Right? I can't handle, how long has that water been in there? I don't know. Did you sneeze on it? I don't know. I don't know. It, does, it grosses me out. I can't handle. See, I'm I, guilty of this. I get mad because we will buy misting fans. It, typically when we do like our August trip, but then I get mad because I was like, I know we already have four at home. So now what are we going to do at home with six <laughs> misting fans? But the kids <laughs> need it at the time, but they're super clunky right? They don't fit in a backpack. And then you have the strap over your shoulder and ultimately you're holding it, not the kids. So it's just snatching up beside, like beside you while you're walking through the park. Or it's leaking down your leg. Those are my problems with it, but you're right. They do do the job though. Like when you're super hot and you need a quick spritz, they do work. And I'm telling you, they must sell thousands of them, especially in the summer, because when you see it in like the little ice bath and it's ready to roll, you're like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yep. We, we've had to up our game, but we always do. Same thing. We forget ours at home. Um, now, what about, 
I know some people in our agency, like our owner, Jeff, has very strong feelings towards bubble wands. <laughs> this, this was his hot take when we suggested this topic to him. He was like, absolutely bubble wands. And he has proceeded to send us pictures of bubble wands for a week. Listen, um, Jeff, bubbles like- are magic. Bubbles are That's magical. What I yes. And they make me feel magical and I will walk through bubbles. I am happy to do that. But hey, not on the monorail, not in closed space. Yeah. And I will say this about the bubble ones. They're legit. Like they produce great yeah. bubbles for a very long time. But I'm the same way. Like yeah. I love walking through it. I love when the kids have it on and then I'll play with it. Jeff doesn't feel the same way. I don't know how many bubbles Jeff has eaten. <laughs> Which is concerning, but that is his that is his beef with them, I think. They make for beautiful pictures. Like if you get like a, a spray of bubbles in the background of your castle picture, I mean, it's pretty incredible. But again, it's a clunky thing you have to carry around all day, but it's great for kids in a stroller. Like if you see a little stroller and all you see are bubbles coming out the side of it. I will say one of our most recent visits, we saw a little kid in a stroller with a bubble wand and they had the hood down and so the bubbles were trapped inside (laughs) with the child and so like there were bubbles all over it was funny but yeah that was that was a little um a little weird for that kid (laughs) now what is like the one thing that you guys all like to bring home with you like that time after time you feel like so for me it's the ornaments I love going to the Yield Christmas shop in Disney Springs or just checking the gift shops and seeing, like, I'll collect. They now have the resort-themed ornaments. My Christmas tree now is all Disney ornaments. So, like, I love the giant, like, Mickey head ornaments or, you know, the kids will pick out, like, different character ones. But for me, that's the one that I come back with. But because they're fragile, I have to make it one of my carry-ons. I'll put it in one of those reusable bags have them all boxed up and then they come on the plane with me. I have heard that if for some reason your ornament is damaged on the way home, like if they box it up for you or something, I have had them replace one for me. Like we had a specialty one done. Um, And guest services was really nice to work with us on that. Uh, My family really enjoys finding out what the annual pass holder merchandise is for the season that we're there. So Christmas typically has an AP shirt or a pen or something that we can take home. All of the festivals have annual pass holder merchandise. So we really enjoy that. Our daughter loves anything mystery pack. So the munchlings are a really cute little mystery thing that you can collect. We used to have wishables. So anything, again, going back to plush things, stuffies, um, those are really things that we still at this point bring home with us. I will second that munchling. Our kids are huge into that. For us, ours, we like to, if we're doing like a celebration trip or if we go somewhere special or do some special dining or something like that, that we kind of always look for art. Um, Not like crazy amounts of it through our house, but we like like subtle Disney things. Um, One of our favorites that we got was at Castaway and it's the cutest picture of like Mickey with Pluto laying underneath him in a hammock. And you know, so we find little things like that. So for us, you know, a little piece of art or something that we can bring back or like a household item that's small, just like a nod to Disney. All right. So how much do you guys typically set aside for souvenirs? I will tell you this. I tell the kids 50 bucks 
but when Mickey ears are 35, our budget just goes out the window. It's a joke. I don't know why we say we set a budget. <laughs> we typically will do a gift card for Cora. So she will normally get a $50 gift card. And when it's done, it's done. Um, so that's, that's how we do it. And actually we started that when she was three and the very first day that she had her gift card, she spent every single penny. Um, and the rest of the trip, she begged for more money and we didn't give it to her. And so now she's a much better and more thoughtful budgeter with her money. And so we typically do about $50, you know, give or take, but that's around what she will, she'll get for a trip. For us, we do a $50 gift card for each of our kids and, you know, if they want, they're always welcome to add more money to it, you know, and before we leave or they can spend their own, um, unless it's something special like the lightsabers, you yeah. know, I think my husband probably thought that was 50 bucks until about three months yeah. after we got home and figured out how much the lightsaber costs. But it was something special specifically that I knew ahead of time that we were, we were buying. So I think, you know, budgeting for it and also the space, like, if you need to bring an extra suitcase or fold up a duffel to bring in there, or if you need to get a fabulous Disney suitcase while you're there, gives you an excuse to fill it with souvenirs as well. Yeah. So I, as I mentioned, I'll do the extra suitcase, but what we were doing for a while were just those large reusable bags um, because you can take those as a carry-on and we just threw whatever junk we had in there and then we used that as a carry-on. So that worked pretty well. The large bags will also hold two droid boxes. We've done this mm. multiple times. So that's a great way if you built a droid to carry that on. You can fit two in those large reusable bags and then it's one carry-on. Hopefully we inspired you to start thinking of what you want to collect on your next Disney visit. We want to thank you so much for listening. And as always, please feel free to reach out to any of the dream designers at My Mickey Vacation if you're ready to plan an upcoming adventure to Disney or beyond. They have the tips and insider secrets to enhance your vacation experience, and you can learn more at mymickeyvacation.com. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you real soon.